Thank you for listening to the Sage Saith Podcast. Grace be unto you and peace. Number 260523. A rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Fathers. Lying is always a sin. We often think a lie is good or at least harmless if it brings some good effect. But it isn't, said St. Augustine. The truth is a sacred thing, and we should no more think of lying for a good reason than we should think of committing adultery for a good reason. We must consider every lie a sin, because we should always speak what is in our hearts, not only when we know the truth, but even when we are wrong, as can happen to anyone. And this is true whether it is really true or whether we only think it is true when it really is not. But if you lie, you say the reverse of what is in your heart, meaning to deceive someone. Obviously, language, correctly used, was not invented so that we could deceive each other, but so that we could convey what we think to others. To use language for the purpose of deception and not for its proper purpose is therefore a sin. And we should not think that there is any lie that is not a sin, just because we think we can sometimes do something good by lying. We could also do someone good by stealing. We could secretly steal from a rich man who would not miss it and give it openly to a poor man who would certainly benefit. Yet no one would say that stealing that way was not a sin. Or we might help a woman by committing adultery. It is seemed that she would die for love if we did not give it to her in lust and she must be purified by repentance if she lived but no one could deny that adultery like that would be a sin well if we think so much of chastity how has truth done us wrong why is it that we must not violate chastity by adultery even if it would bring about some other good but we can rape the truth by lying. St. Augustine, Eusidron, 7. In God's presence, consider, what was the most recent lie I told? Do I have the strength to go back and tell the truth? Closing prayer. Lord, cleanse my ears and my mouth, too often defiled with falsehood, and teach me to hear and speak the truth and treasure it in my heart. Episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton. Item number one, Living in Ash Cans. I have very little idea of what is going on in the world, but occasionally I happen to see some of the things they are writing and drawing there, and it gives me the conviction that they are all living in ash cans, It makes me glad I cannot hear what they are saying. New Seeds of Contemplation. Item number two. Time to settle. Not to run from one thought to the next, says Theophane, the recluse, but to give each one time to settle in the heart. Woods, shore, desert. Episode number three. Magnificat, May 2023, Volume 25, Number 3. Item number 1, a reading from the Gospel, 
according to John chapter 21, verses 15 through 19. After Jesus had revealed himself to his disciples and eaten breakfast with them, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen. Amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grew old, you will stretch out our, your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where to go and where not to go. He said this signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, Follow me, the gospel of the Lord. Item number two, meditation of the day. For the love of God and love of sheep. Our Blessed Lady is the dispenser of all the favors that the goodness of God concedes to the sons of Adam. In order the better to gain souls in visiting the sick, we ought to imagine what we would do for the sick man we are doing to Christ himself. We shall thus perform this work of mercy with more love and greater spiritual profit. He whose health will not permit him to fast in honor of Christ and our Blessed Lady will please them much more by giving some more alms than usual. The love of God makes us do great things. The true servants of God endure life and desire death. He who wishes to advance in spirituality should never slur over his defects negligently without particular examination of conscience. Nothing more glorious can happen to a Christian than to suffer for Christ. There is no surer or clearer proof of the love of God than adversity. Item number four, or rather episode number four, God's Little Instruction Book, one, two, and three by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number one is inspired by Proverbs chapter eight, verses 11. Wisdom is the wealth of the wise. For the value of wisdom is far above rubies. Nothing can be compared with it. Golden Nugget number two, inspired by Romans chapter 16, verse 19. If you want to be a leader with a large following, just obey the speed limit on a winding two-lane road. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I am full of joy over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. Golden Nugget number three, inspired by Proverbs chapter 13, verse 16. Urgent things are seldom important. Important things are seldom urgent. Episode number five, Chesterson, Day by Day. St. 
Augustine of England's day. If our faith had been a mere fad of the fading empire, fad would have followed fad in the twilight. And if the civilization ever re-emerged, and many such have never re-emerged, it would have been under some new barbaric flag. But the Christian church was the last life of the old society and was also the first life of the new. She took the people who were forgetting how to make an ark and she taught them to invent the Gothic ark. In a word, the most absurd thing that could be said of the church is the thing we have all heard said of it. How can we say that the church wishes to bring us back into the dark ages? The church was the only thing that ever brought us out of them. Orthodoxy. Episode number six. Reflection. We should not desire the death of a sinner, but his repentance. Nothing so grieves the Lord, who suffered on the cross for sinners, than when he pray to him for the death of a sinner, thereby to remove the sinner from our path. It happened that the Apostle Carpus lost his patience and began to pray that God would send down death upon two sinful men, one a pagan and the other an apostate from the faith. Then the Lord Christ himself appeared to Carpus and said, Strike me, I am prepared to be crucified again for the salvation of mankind. St. Carpus related this event to St. Dionysus, the Aeropagite, who wrote it down as a lesson to all in the church that prayers are needed for sinners to be saved and not for them to be destroyed. For the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, episode number 7. Quotes by St. Augustine. Lord, help me to be pure, but not yet. <laughs>